Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. It's a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. And all of the people and businesses that support those teen athletes. We've got Dr. D. Is that a new headset, Dr. D? No, No, it's not a new headset. No. No. It's an old headset. It's an old headset really? for an old head. Yeah. What are you listening to? A book? Or what? Yeah, I'm listening <laughs> to a book right now yeah. uh, while I'm producing. Uh, I'm a very good multitasker. Yes. Oh wow. Oh, you would not believe this story. Okay. Taken right out of the headlines. Okay. And it's fiction. <laughs> okay. Funny. That's really good. Hey, I like. Pre- let let, uh, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. And again, no comment either way. No. But what's going on right now, you could not make this stuff up. Exactly. It is that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who you are and what I'm, your position is. I'm, I'm it's happy about insane. It. I love it. Well, you know, that's either why, way, I'm just know. saying it's like, uh, where's Jules Verne when you need him to write this story? It's exactly. just, uh, you know, it's crazy. But well, anyway. that's why that's why you hooked us all up. And I want to thank you. And Dominique and I both thank you for the astrology. Oh, yes. Uh, that yes, was yes, awesome. Yes. You want to that talk about be that? Because that was fun. Well, uh, what we did uh, for uh, my program, Tell Me Your Story, I have a uh, Vedic astrologer friend I've been interviewing for over... Oh, God, it's got to be close to 30 years now. And uh, we can't really do the shows live because of the time slot, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., Sundays, and 1 a.m. Monday morning. I mean, who's going to call at 1 a.m. Monday morning? Right. So what we do is we set up a date, a Saturday morning, usually a two-hour period, in this case, uh, 10 to 2, uh, 10 to noon, 10 to 2, 10 to noon. Uh, we did this on the 28th of September. I lined up 10 people. Right. I got the pertinent information, the three items that I need, and, of course, their name. Okay. Pass those on to the astrologer. He works up the chart prior to you calling in at your designated times Mm -hmm. to get a reading. It's awesome. Yeah. Now, he wanted to do something like this live, but right. this seems to work out really well. Yeah, well, we've we've been blessed enough. We've done it before. Yeah. And it was... That's right. I mean, yeah. And you were on the first show we did. Spot on. Yeah. It now, was awesome. people say, well, but if it's from 10 to noon and it was on the 28th, I didn't hear it. You're right. Right. But you will hear it in December. Right. It will be probably two shows. Yeah. Uh, that, that we will feature, and that'll take us into the new year. Now, we're really, really, yeah. really thankful. Is this part of Tell Me Your Story? Yes. Yes, yes, it is. Well, you just have to be on the, uh, the, the maybe next year you'll be asked. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you my story I don't know. Right now. I don't know. Exactly. But it's, no, but it's kind of cool. Hang on tight. It's yeah. all linked. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it makes sense. It's all a number. It's all numeric. That's, you know, it's energy. And, and, and I love what Dominique says best. Dominique, explain what you say to your clients as far as when you're planning something. Go well, ahead. people don't realize it. So uh, if you're planning seeds in the garden. If you don't map the world this way, we're not trying to freak anybody out. But I love Dominique's explanation. Mm-hmm. Of the stars and the t- and numbers and everything. Yeah, what do you say? I love Just it. looking for relevant patterns in the universe. But uh, mm-hmm. an example is you don't go planting your garden in the middle of winter when there's snow and frost. Mm-hmm. You wait for the spring. Why do we wait for the spring? Well, it's the right time. And what's the star that we're going by? We're going by the star that we call the sun. So wouldn't other planetary bottles also have an effect? And it's been studied for thousands of years. It was basically the basis of the study of psychology in 
previous cultures in previous uh, not decades but hundreds of years ago that's how that's how they studied human nature they based it on astrology mm-hmm. well since then so we have uh, we use tools like I personally use a tool um, and it's actually uh, set up by an astrologer and she does a business calendar and I I lived by it mm-hmm. in 2016 and it was the greatest year I ever I mean right down to what color to wear mm-hmm. on a daily basis mm-hmm. it's like Dominique because I would refer to her Dominique goes listen if you're do, talking about something new you don't want to do that today after two you want to <laughs> do it before and, like, <laughs> and let me tell you something when you don't do that um, I had I bought my son a, um, helped to buy it's a car it's interesting to notice we, I know. we have it, noticed something we have happened noticed in Mercury it Retro where it was absolutely don't you know purchase anything and and you know I, the car I, I don't know it's it there has issues the, a, a few uh, a lot of issues. <laughs> it was stolen. <laughs> and then it was kind of like, I hope I don't get it back. And then I got it back. You know? <laughs> but it had to be fixed because I think it hit every single car on the street. On, on the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just really bad. The other piece that's really interesting and applies to our show today is actually the concept of the music of the spheres. Because if the planets have a vibration, we all have a vibration. There is music in our whole universe. And Emily, so- you're a <laughs> I was trying to tell people, who's that voice? That's a different voice. That's not Dominique Hackett's voice. No, that's, that's Emily's that's voice. That's the happy girl. In, yes. I call her happy girl. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy yeah. when you're here. So we're all vibrating. We're all right. music. We're all part of that. And we have some amazing, amazing people today to share about that music of the sphere. Lila's amazing. We are going to hear from her. She is one of my ukulele and songwriting students extraordinaire. She is so creative. And she has some, a really special musical treat to share with you. Nice. Super excited about that. Okay, well, I have a guest, and she's a neighbor, and I've watched her grow up, but I'm going to keep her name a secret until break, okay? I'll tell you you her first name, Nikki. She's awesome. So we'll get to her after break. Of course, in the house, Ed Langlo, put your hands in together. Thank you. Yes, we got Mona Mott Wild as well. Yay! And if you guys are all into the stars, um, Mona will tell you where you can get a beautiful look. Look at the stars mm-hmm. at, at Westmont. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about that. Um, just a reminder every third Friday, um, Westmont Observatory is open to the public for free viewing along with the Santa Barbara Astronomical Society. And wonderful, wonderful opportunity to see the stars mm-hmm. and planets. It's so awesome because different astronomers, you know, amateur astronomers will have their own little telescope set up with their computers, and they are dying to tell you about what they've recently been tracking and what they've seen in the heavens. And it's amazing. I mean, there's so much that we know about the science of astronomy because of all of the amateur people who are involved and constantly looking at the heavens. Yeah, well, I have never not been so blown away. The last time we went, I just stumbled up on this gentleman. You know, didn't have my phone because you know it gets dark. Huh? You know, watch the lighting. So you get that's when the, the sun goes down, huh? <laughs> exactly. That's when, you, that's when you want to go see those stars. I was talking to this guy, sweetest, nicest guy. Okay, he's so humble. All right, the guy is like, I think they have a wing named after him at MIT. Okay, he's like, he was some long name with the third, with the doctor in front, and I'm like so in awe. And it's the kind. That's what I love about this town is. 
I mean, everybody's just here to share an experience mm-hmm. with everybody else. We are clearly all connected, and it's just so beautiful to have something like that offered to the public. And I can't believe how many people have never experienced it yeah. because you could bring a lunch or a, not lunch, maybe you like to eat lunch at dinner. I don't know. Pancakes. <laughs> I don't care what you bring. But you, I mean, there's a nice area you could sit there and watch the sun go down. And then the people that are there are so. It's just beyond belief. I am so thankful to Westmont to offer this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's either the biggest or the second biggest, right? In 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 the Central Coast. Am I correct? Or? Actually, yes, the second biggest telescope between San Francisco and Los Angeles in the second coast. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else, D? That you want to talk about? Doctor or oh. Dominique? I don't know. D nope. is D. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I was going to say about uh, Vedic astrology uh, is that I view it, at, uh, and I've used this for the for the years I've known uh, David. Uh, I view it as a map that shows the conditions that you might might face as you go along your journey. So, um, you know, at this particular period in your life, there's going to be rainstorms. Now it's up to you. Mm -hmm. Do you want to take an umbrella? Mm -hmm. Do you want to wear a hat or what have Mm -hmm. you to protect yourself? You can. If you don't, well, then most likely you're going to get wet. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's a terrible thing. Mm-mm. So it's just it's just a map of condi- it's just showing the conditions along the way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. That's what I like about it. And there are ways that you can minimize those. Again, like I said, you take mm-hmm. an umbrella in this case, or snowshoes if it's snowing. Mm-hmm. If it's sunny, make sure you take sunscreen and sun sunglasses. Nice. And those kinds of things. So uh, you know, and it's kind of fun too because what is so fascinating is after every reading that he is done with us on the program people they're 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 like wow you're spot on it was spot on and one guy called up to complain as it were and said basically challenged david said oh how do you know that this works because he was not a believer in this and uh, of course david says well you know i've never been asked that question but it just does Mm mm-hmm you know, so he knows it, and well, it's science. Check. In this case, right. Vedic astrology is based on <laughs> science, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and uh, and it, it is based upon when and where you were born, right. not the, the current date. And so your chart never changes as you get older. It's just that it gets longer because from the time you were born right. to where you are today, well, it's going to be a little further down the road. Mm-hmm. When you're two years older, and so on and so forth. So, anyway, fascinating stuff, and we'll let you know the next time we do it. Yeah, I just think it's a, I think it's great that yeah. to expose all different ideas and um, I don't know products to kids, yeah. older people. Yeah, I mean, I know of a person who's 72 years old and wasn't really even into it, and then now is all into it. Yeah. So, yeah. and his yeah. daughter is doing it in Florida. She lives there. Mm-hmm. She's going to be taking over his business when he retires. Great. The last thing that I want to do, we're going to go on a break right now, but we got put your hands together. We got Terry Conrad has been is back, and she brought us some amazing singing bowls. I'll just give you a little. Wow, that's not it though. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's it. <laughs> so we'll gong our way. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, kill it. We're killing it. Uh, we don't we will, kill it. Uh, yeah, no killing. No, we don't do the kissing. That's what we kiss meant it. to say. We're going to kiss it. We'll vibrate. We'll vibrate. That's there what we're going to do. We're going to vibrate into all these new commercials that Doctor D just did for us. All right. They resonate. Okay. Yeah, we're going to resonate. Sorry. All right. Let's take a break. Erica Salda, the Queen of Team, will be back with a lot more after these messages. Yeah. 
This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric Casaldo, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right. So we are going to start off with Emily's guest. All right. Oh, yes. All right. All right. So Viola Penn is my guest amazing. She has been an ukulele student of mine and a songwriting student for about three years now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just been blown away by her creativity. She is just an amazing creator, a writer, and an athlete as well, right? You do all of that, yes? So would you like to to, uh, introduce yourself and just say a little bit about you? Sure. Hi, my name is Viola. My favorite sport is soccer. I've been playing it for, what now, six years? And before I played ukulele, I played piano. Awesome. All right. And so now you've been playing the ukulele and you are actually writing songs, yes? Yeah. Yes. And so can you talk a little bit, because we're, we're going to talk today about sound and the, the power of sound to heal us and to transform us, right? So how has sound and music transformed you? It makes me happier and it basically... When I play music, it takes away my worries for as much time as I play music. It's like an escape, but not really. Okay. So does it help you work with some of those emotions? We talked about sensitivity, right? And feeling deep emotions. Yes. Helps you work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about your your song writing process? And you you wrote a song that you're going to share today. Yes. Yeah. Do you think you're ready to 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 share that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Violet, while while you get that out, um, I'm just going to say that. Viola wrote a song for a book that my friend and I, Jackie, are writing called Uke Adventure Around the World. And we're going to be presenting that at the L.A. Ukulele Festival this weekend. So she wrote this amazing song called Music Makes the World Go Round. So let's go at you and here we'll put it up here. This is a little we've got all these things here. And I'm going to get my little drum out here. So out of all the instruments, from piano to ukulele, how did you make that jump? (laughs) Well, I quit piano because I didn't enjoy it anymore. And my little sister, Vesper, who was taking lessons with Emily at the time, thought she wanted to start playing piano. And I was really interested in playing ukulele. So I started uh, basically taking... Vesper's lessons. It's my little sister. And she started taking my piano lessons. She didn't really like piano, so she ended up quitting. But that's how I started playing ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready to play your song? And maybe maybe we can even ask people to join on the chorus because the chorus is pretty fun. Yes. Sound on the bottom on the 
around and singing. Music makes the world go round. Music makes the world go round, uniting us together. Music makes the world go round. Music makes the world go round. Music makes the world go round, uniting us together. Music makes the world go round. So I can see where you advance from the piano because you have the relative pitch. You hit the notes <laughs> right on. That's that's very good. And at your age, that's great that you've you've picked that up. You've got the relative pitch, and it's it's all downhill from here. That's it. What grade are you in right now? Did you say? I'm in fifth grade. And where do you go to school? Elwood. Elwood. Nice. <laughs> all right. Okay. So. So well, how long did it take you to write that song? Um. I, about three days to That's get it. a finished product. Yeah. But <laughs> Very then good. I had to like practice it and oh, actually sure. get the tune. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting that four four time, right? Yes. One, yes, two, that took a while. <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> yeah. And Violet has this amazing ability with her voice. She has this ability to just go all these different places. And it's so incredible because it leads you into these wonderful melodies, right? It reminds me a little of Joni Mitchell with her voice just going all over and just following that. And you have such ability to give yourself permission to do that, right? Not everybody does, right? Pretty amazing gift. Thank you for sharing that. So what would you say to other kids who haven't gotten into music yet that would encourage them to broach and try an instrument or try their voice? How would you say something to encourage them? I'd say that if everybody played an instrument, the world would be a better place. <laughs> wow. And it doesn't matter what instrument. Right. Or Do you know how, anybody that is a good teacher? <laughs> no. How could you not want to be around Emily? Look at her. I mean, she's just like Miss Happy. That's her name. You gotta be like Emily Happy. It's like not oh, fantastic. So, so as far as time frame, you've been on this instrument for. I, I was confused. I understand you did the switch, the swap with your sister. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Three years now. Yeah. Three years. Wow. That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, I'm when sure. When did you start writing music for the ukulele? Well, the first song I ever wrote was about a month after I started. So, pretty early, but. We start off right off the bat with yes. When the Saints Go Marching In, right? You did When yeah. the Pups, because you had a new puppy, right? So yeah. When the Pups Go, go bounding, bounding In, yes? Yeah. <laughs> and that, I took the melody from When the Saints Go Marching In and just turned it into my own song, basically. That's great. Do you like to write as well? Yeah, I do. Well, I knew that. She's working on a novel. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to let you get your stuff packed together. If you don't want to leave, I would love you to stay. we got a lot of uh, show left, so let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please turn in. 
every single Tuesday. Okie dokie. I don't want to ruin the last name here, but my neighbor who I have known for, I don't know, the better part of most of your life. And then, you know, as your mom is a helicopter mom. So then I get to get all that through your mom. Okay. Um, She used to come over to my house with a little baseball cap. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was looking at myself. Um, Bouncing the ball around, whatnot. In the house, we got Nikki. Say your last name for me again. Pulido. Pulido. I like it, Nikki. Because what happens when you have somebody write all your stuff down, even though it's it's written correct? But I have had my name mis you know said to me. I don't know. It's just been a little sloppy today with uh, letters and names and everything like that. So I don't want to have to edit anything on the show. So and I do love your mom. So, but I'm not a last name person. So Nikki, you've lived on the street for how how many years now? My how whole old life, are you? Like pretty much. Were you so born there? Years. Well. I was like, I was born in like a different house in Santa Barbara, but I've been there since I was like two, I think, or okay. something. So like, it's all I remember. There you go. Your dad's a doctor. Yes. He's a doctor. What kind of doctor? Uh, sleep and internal medicine. They sleep. That's what. <laughs> Hello. I need to go down there. I didn't know yeah. sleep. Where'd that come? Is that new? Is that an add-on? No, he's always been. He's sleep. always done yeah. sleep. Wow, so you know about all these bowls and stuff too, no? Never no. saw it, no? <laughs> you think we had salad in here? <laughs> no? He know. does sleep out in here. salad bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so basketball, I know you've been playing it your whole life. You're yeah. at San Marcos right now? Yes. Freshman? Yes. How's your team look? Um, we're pretty good. We haven't like played that much yet, but during summer league, we were doing pretty good. So hopefully, nice. we're gonna do. Good are you this a year. fast team? Or a, uh, a tall team? What kind of team are you? Um, we're pretty short, actually. We have like a couple tall people, but all the tall people like to play volleyball. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you do a lot of running? You have a coach that likes to run you guys. You do a lot of fast breaks. Or you do a lot of yeah. presses. What kind of? What we kind do of a lot of running, especially right now because it's preseason. Mm-hmm. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday is pretty much all running. Nice. Like long distance, short distance, whatever. It's all running. Very cool. Yeah. We love basketball. <laughs> and I, I tell you, four years, have you played with these girls on other teams and now you're all together now because you said you went over there because of all your friends because I tried to recruit you to Bishop, but that wasn't going <laughs> to um, Some of them have been on my club team for a while and one of my really close friends is on my team. Um, but yeah, I've known a lot of them for a while, but some of them are also like seniors and juniors that I just met, but I've already become really good friends with them. What's your favorite position? Um, I like to play like shooting guard or like wing. I like to shoot a lot. Nice. Yeah. And when do you tell your friends that aren't playing yet to come and join the team? Um, I tell them to come join because it's just a fun experience, even if you're like not good or like don't enjoy it. Like we are like a basically like a family, so it's fun just to hang out. Yeah. Nice. And as a freshman, do you yet have a favorite academic subject? Um, well, right now I'm not really taking that much academic classes, but I've always liked math, so I don't know. Yeah. So I have a, a big question for you. What's your father's first name? Jeff or Jeffrey. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have an appointment with him on Monday. Oh, for Seeing him, I know. Uh, oh my goodness! And, you know, he went to he went to San Marcos as well, right? Me? Yes. Oh yeah. No, yeah. you're the only guy I'm looking at. <laughs> I thought you. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's okay. No, I did. No, I I've been around the bowl a lot the too. Uh, this bowl is right. me as well. Yeah. Okay, I know. We're not, we're not. You and I are not connected. Anymore. No, you're we're still harmonizing with, with the singing bowl. That's right. Well, we like to see uh, girls in math. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I'll try. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so animals, that's your thing, though, because how actually I reconnected with you is I was actually on vacation, and I get back, and I see this cool flyer, and I'm looking at it, and I see this, I see your name on the top. <laughs> I wonder if that's the same Nikki that I know. Who knows? I know if this came, you know, flew in, in my mailbox from Galita or whatever, which is on my <laughs> counter. So I look at it, so of course I call you, right? Yeah. right? And it, I love what you said on your flyer, how much you love animals, you get some nice picture, brilliant marketing. So did you do the flyer by yourself, or did your mom do it? Um, well, I did it by myself, but my mom, like, helped me, like, get nice. the ideas and stuff, but yeah. Because you got your message across, so yeah. why don't you tell everybody what you do on the side to make a couple of extra bucks? Well, I've always loved, like, dogs and animals my whole life, and I was realizing that I started needing more money because I always go out with my friends and, like, get food, so I decided <laughs> that I should start, like, a dog washing and, like, walking business because I've always talked about, like, washing dogs or, like, babysitting dogs or whatever, so I made a flyer and, like, gave it to all my neighbors, like, saying that I would be willing to, like, walk their dogs wash their dogs babysit their dogs like whatever and so yeah that's what i've started doing i just i loved it i mean and, and it's so funny because you could ask dominique we're on vacation and she's all uh, what are we going to do with the teens and the kings and the queens because the kings that we have they're in sports right now and i'm still in remorse over losing you know four-year starters you know how that's like yeah. right you know when you yeah. go off to college and i coached you i'm, I'm a little depressed i'm a yeah. little down i have to see people about it as a matter of fact i gotta bring my bowls my singing bowls and i'm losing sleep so i gotta get to talk to your dad yeah so so now i need to have this new um next gen you know the next generation of kids come through and i like them when they're like eighth and ninth grade i'm yeah. not saying we won't do a fifth grader but it'll be a first <laughs> it'll be a first okay and it's great for college resumes blah 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 so then you just like we just landed on my kitchen counter I'm like well thank you universe that's Mona's laugh okay do, do you have any favorite uh, breeds of dogs that you like or they you get along with or you really connect with um well when I was younger I had a golden retriever that I've always loved and like I've loved golden retrievers like my whole life but now I have an Australian shepherd who I also love that type of dog but at my ranch I have this like really big dog she's a great Pyrenees mix and I like so I love all animals but i really like golden achievers so with your father and your brother in medicine do you have any thoughts about veterinary in your future when i was younger that's what i always wanted to do but i don't know now because i don't like to see like animals hurt or anything but it's a possibility yeah Yeah. that'll be something to fall back on after your professional basketball career (laughs) (laughs) i actually want like right now i want to be a sports agent i think that's something like i would really be interested in yeah. yeah, if that's what makes you happy and that's yeah. what you're enthused about, yeah. by all means, pursue it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so you know, so far so good, right? Yeah. yeah like, you know, you're doing okay. You're handling yourself. I don't see you sweating or anything. You know, you no, don't need, there's not a brown bag underneath you or anything. No. I think I think all those in favor of you know making Nikki a co-host. What do you say? Ah. There you go. I have it. So, you know, we'll talk about the details. You probably need an agent. I probably have to talk to your mother. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Momager. Yeah, exactly. So, actually, and she's welcome anytime as yeah. well. That's it. So... Yeah, one of the fun things is is uh, when you get a chance to be on the radio, you get to talk about some of the different really cool school projects that you're doing. You get to support your school. You get to support your team. You want to give any shout-outs to any of your friends? Oh, yeah. Come on now. Um, I'll shout-out my, like, really close friends, Andre, Owen, like, Michelle, all my, like, teammates. I love them all. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I just... 
I have a lot of friends, so I don't know. Right, there you <laughs> go. So when you're playing basketball, because I grew up in basketball, but I was like the only girl playing with all the, all the boys. Yeah. So do you, yeah, you get that. So <laughs> it depends how good you want to be. No. So when you're playing, do you, do you guys scrimmage together? Do you have guys that you play with? How's that? Um, well, I don't know I, what this, I don't know if that's done. Well, yeah. ever since I was, like, younger, I used to, like, play with my friends because I had a lot of guy friends, and I used to play baseball, which was, like, just with the guys. But now that I'm on, like, a girls' team, we don't really scrimmage with, like, guys in school. But, like, out of school, like, on the weekends, I'll, like, play with my friends and stuff. So. Nice. <laughs> Definitely. Where, what park do you play up at? Um, we just play at the school, like, Vieja Valley, where I went to elementary school. Nice. And that, they've got yeah. great courts. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I used to always sneak my practices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrimmaging with guys is a great way of building up your skills and endurance. Yeah. Um, the Westmont women's basketball team reg- regularly scrimmages with uh, with guys on campus. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the big uh, D1, D2 schools, they'll just play, pick up guys' club teams and scrimmage against the girls. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good, definitely. So, um, anyway, so let's let's take a shorty right now. Hey, D, let's take a break. This is, I love your commercials, by the way, Dr. D. Put your hands together for all the nice commercials that we have. Uh, let's take a little break. It's Erica Saul of the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. <laughs> so I've gotten, uh, I've been blessed enough to go out to eat because it's still my birthday month, right? So oh, you too. I have got to say, Jane's Angelita is really, if you like hamburgers, I don't know if anybody's in here about hamburgers, I'm just saying. Their hamburger, I was, I was real. I've never had, I used to get the piccata, the chicken piccata. There, and I saved you half. Did you end up eating it for breakfast no, not today? Yet. No, I'm okay. still from, from the I bet portobello mushroom. Be, yeah, Ooh. right? Isn't so, Jane, didn't that used to be connected to the Montecito, um, Inn or cafe, you know those hamburgers were Julia Child's favorites when she was alive. The famous chef. Oh, Erica Salda's favorites too. Go Julia. Says <laughs> no, it's really if the food is just really good. So if anybody ever like when we're going around, if because it's really nice to know what good places to go to eat mm-hmm. are, because it's the kind of seasonal thing for me. So I will like be a hermit. Up until like September, and then right around then, then I start going out to eat, and things change, you know. But Jane's, it's it's killing it in Galita by Costco. So if anybody has nice. not eaten there, that chicken piccata, oh, and their burgers are really good. Ed, you like food? We, we yeah, we went to Jane's. Not <laughs> Ed, long you ago. like food? What, are you suggesting <laughs> no, something? Look at Ed, I love food. I'm a foodie. I'm no, we, weird. We, we've been to that. We uh, just by. Uh, serendipitous situation we stumble oh. into Jane out there in, in Galita was it a first yeah. Eve? yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Not yeah. very oh, good well, food of course oh. well not <laughs> of no, course no. not for Terry's, Terry okay. Terry's the, the lunch <laughs> yeah. crowd no but the, the but salads that was first time for me yeah where else do you like to go out to eat when you eat where else do I like to go how about Mulligan's there's a kind of an unknown yeah. restaurant to go to and sit outside on the patio the golf course is nice is laid out in front of you I've good done um, events there Oh, yeah, yeah, but not just like a single thing. No, like you can go bigger. there for breakfast, uh, yeah. lunch. Yeah. It's good, huh? Yeah. Mulligans? Okay, we've got to remember that. Mulligans, it's, that's got to put that on the radar. 
All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to give the mic over to Bona, and she's going to give us some Westmont updates, and then we're going to go over to Ed, and um, I'm excited. So uh, at Westmont, uh, I love the way you say it's from the universe or serendipity, but we say it's all from God. Um, <laughs> But we started school a month ago with uh, a bang with 450 new students wow. and new programs now at Westmont. New engineering major, new bachelors in music, particularly aimed towards performers, uh, minors in environmental studies um, and film studies. And also we have new men's and women's golf teams oh, wow. and women's swimming. So lots to offer our students. Um, also, right now at the Westmont Ridley Tree Museum of Art is a retrospective of the work of Don Wrights, who's one of the foremost ceramicists in this, um, this century. Um, I guess about 25 years ago, 20 years ago, um, there was an article in Ceramics Monthly about the top 13 ceramicists in the country, in the world, and he was one of those. And actually, our collections manager um, developed a relationship with him at that time when he started to collect pottery. Um, since that time, of those 13, only one is alive now. Don passed away a few years ago, and so it's a major retrospective of his work. And the exhi exhibit started at Westmont, and it's going to tour around the country after this. So. Uh, Otto Hano, you know who he is? Yes. Yes, yeah. Um, when he was alive, I actually had a relationship with him because a close friend of his was a family friend, vacationed together and whatnot, and he got into us to the private viewings. Actually, I set up Westmont and Bishop mm. with that so um, to cultivate relationships there. So I have a, a lot of his pieces, and, and he has sadly passed, but he supposedly invented the, not invented, but recreated a yellow a Chinese yellow right. and it was something that his house he actually got raided because uh, they wanted to the Chinese wanted the ingredients to make this you know thousand year old ancient which he ended up you know formulating and they offered him like many be you know billions of dollars so I don't think he shared it I don't really know what happened past that all I know is when all this was going on between China and him I mean that wasn't good at that time you know to have all this correspondence Let's just say. Um, but, yeah, so uh, he was amazing, down to earth. He had two Bentleys in his driveway, uncovered, hadn't been driven in, like, 10 years. And it was we're just... We're talking about a ceramicist. Yeah, just wow. bizarre. People yeah. need to yeah. know. I mean, art is very important to culture, and it's, it's just a part of our, our history and a part of our being. We use it every day. We mm -hmm. eat on it. And just like music, mm -hmm. there are people who are... Um, um, attuned to music, but there are others who favor the visual arts and creating arts, Absolutely. and you have the same sensation of um, not feeling pain and feeling out of your worries, yeah. um, and it's quite remarkable. It's it's creativity, and yeah. creativity has yourself. that's right, yeah. expressing yourself in many different ways. And it's interesting when we talk, kind of bring to the singing bowls because we're going to get there it, mm -hmm. momentarily, right? That there was I did a sound healing conference in Alicante, Spain, and we were in this incredible sound dome, and they did the sound of the Om, which is in, is the Vedic sound of creation, talking about Christianity, all these different different 
ways of expressing. But And then they were able to measure the sound of the ohm with a tonoscope, which is to see the actual visual representation of the ohm sound. Mm. And it was on a Tibetan scroll from thousands and thousands of years ago. And I have that picture at home. It just blew me away. So it actually made that connection so strong between music and the visual arts. Really, really powerful. So That's amazing. I can't even wrap my brain around I that. I know. So it's I know. fascinating, that's, that's, but it's all energy, and yeah. energy feeds into creativity. Mm-hmm. And then we write brilliant songs like Viola did, right? And we bounce and the ball on the ground. But <laughs> 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 well, we all have this incredible channel to do that. And so I think it would be a great opportunity to, can we hear some of these bowls? Or Ed, did you want to do your mm-hmm. your? I think we're going to do the, uh, yeah. the segment. Okay. First, okay. And okay. then uh, and we'll end, finish we, off end with, with the bowls. The bowls. Yeah. Okay. Do we have awesome. time, Dr. D? Yes. Okay. If only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio as well as those listening into the show. Uh, today's segment is on learning from your mistakes. If only I'd known when I was young how to deal with my mistakes. You know, there's an old saying: wise, the unwise don't learn from their mistakes. The wise do learn from their mistakes, and the brilliant, well, they learn from other people's mistakes. <laughs> I, like, I like that old saying because it makes you think about how much of what we know or how much knowledge we have was derived from a mistake. Imagine the first bow and arrow. The inventor might have shot himself in the foot with it, or the first gasoline <laughs> engine likely blew up right there on the test stand. But the inventors learned from their mistakes and changed their designs, or maybe they didn't call it a mistake at all. Maybe they just said, well, I learned one way not to make a bow and arrow. Now, I'm not saying it's okay to shoot yourself in the foot, literally or figuratively. Uh, What this segment is about is how you deal with it when you do. It's usually a good idea to admit When you make a mistake, sometimes you have to apologize for that mistake, but you should always learn from your mistakes and then drop them. Mm -hmm. While you have some control over your future, you can't change the past. Some people make the same mistake over and over, and they didn't learn from the first one. Other people dwell on how bad a mistake they made for years. Once you feel you've learned a lesson... Cast all self-demeaning thoughts into space. Promise you this. If you admit you made a mistake when you need to, apologize when you should, and learn from your mistakes, then let it go. You'll live a better life with more friends and less regrets. Our topic next week is people will treat you, well, just about as good as you treat them. Oh man, I one of my favorite mistakes that I had to apologize for with raising my kids <laughs> is the time when I said yes to something and I didn't really listen to what the question was. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, it was Sunday morning, I heard a big boom. And what I had said yes to was uh, computers were just out. It was my oldest son, and he had made a 
uh, potato launcher back behind the barn, <laughs> and the big boom was it worked, and he had launched a lemon. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so it put me on guard not to just randomly say yes. You really have to listen to what people's questions are. <laughs> yeah, that can be a mistake. I think I think the other really important piece. Thank you for sharing that, Ed. I think the other really important piece about that is to give ourselves give ourselves permission to make those mistakes so take the risks because there are a lot of people that are living on the sidelines of their life unlike these gals who came in and did this today right to be courageous to go forth and be willing to do that because we're a spectator society and a lot of people watch they want to watch because they know they're going to fail but the thing is if you're willing to take the risk you are going to grow fear of failure definitely holds a lot of people back Mm -hmm. yeah and making making mistakes is not the worst thing it's if you learn from them and then don't dwell on them that's my part in this is i dwelled on my mistake i still do i dwell on things that happened at san marcus high school 50 years ago <laughs> and yeah. i need to let those things go because if we're not I making mistakes we're not living <laughs> yeah exactly exactly fantastic let's take a little break erica saldo will be back with more after these messages Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio, and no, there's nothing wrong with your car or uh, any of radio. your radio or utilities or anything that you've got going on right now. You're hearing sounds. You're hearing some big sounds. <laughs> We've got some really big bowls, singing bowls, sound bowls. Emily, what do they call singing bowls, right? Singing bowls, yes. Singing bowls. Yes, we have a, a couple of different kinds in here, actually. We have the, the quartz crystal ones, right. yes. And Terry Conrad, put your hands together. She was so beautiful. I don't know how you carried these things in. I thought there was food in one of these because I'm, I'm famished. I didn't have any breakfast. Um, The big one had that it actually came from Sedona, Arizona. I brought it home in my car. Had a little Mustang, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, (laughs) Sedona was really hard for me. It was hard, but we were. uh, Hey, when you've got that singing bowl, nothing's hard. It it elevates you. So I'd have to put that over my head when I went through Sedona. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Dominique. I had to be by myself. Too much energy. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, it hermited me. Yeah. It hermited me. It was yeah, exactly. so bizarre. I go, Dominique, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so weird. All right, let's talk about it. All right. Well, sound is, according to some in the Hindu tradition, it was the, the beginning of all creation. And so these particular bowls, we have a couple. This is a Tibetan bowl. Some of these come from Tibet, all the way dated back to the Buddha, yes. And, um, and then the quartz crystal ones are, do you know the history of those ones? The one that I brought back from Sedona, it was actually used in the old computers, the very beginning computers that used to take up a whole block of space that now fits in our uh, telephone. So when they no longer needed all that space, they took some of these quartz bowls and made them into, or they took the quartz and made them into singing bowls. They now make all sorts of singing bowls, and they're usually tuned to a certain 
tone the pitch mm-hmm. or pitch and it's interesting some people who study the frequencies and sound and you right. may know something about this instruments uh, in other decades uh, other periods of history have been tuned to a lower frequency mm-hmm. than what instruments are currently tuned at now mm-hmm. so the frequency we're tuned at now some people suggest makes us ever so slightly irritated so <laughs> so if you sense a difference when you listen to some of the classical music there with the instruments tuned at to a different mm-hmm. megahertz mm-hmm. Um, there is a difference that's happening inside of our body and mm-hmm. supposedly my guitar teacher years ago said that the universe itself is vibrating at a B flat tone so have you have you yeah, heard that so they're, they're catching that from like NASA and um, different people that just put a, micro, uh, a microphone out and just listen to sounds and there's an overwhelming sound so some people say uh, the sound of nature is F mm-hmm. and some people say that they can hear a lot of uh, B flat resonance as well yeah. nice and that our organs itself, our organs are vibrating as well. So these these uh, to, uh, these bowls are connecting to our different energetic systems. And so, and Terry, you were talking about that there, we have two of them here, one that connects to the solar plexus, the center of our being. And, exactly. Yeah. And the other one, the lighter one, uh, connects to our throat chakra. Nice. Yeah, and there are colors and there are sounds that you can tone with that connect with that as well. Really fun stuff. Yeah. Yay. All right, Santa Barbara, we're almost done, but please check out Westmont College. Uh, we got the third Friday or Thursday? Friday. The third Friday of the month, and then we have the museum. That All these things are free, so take advantage of it. And put your hands together right now because we've got a new co-host in the house, Nikki Polito. We're looking forward to all the girls and guys that she brings out from San Marcos Royals who's just really kicking it nowadays. Santa Barbara, we love you. God bless you. Make it a great day. And, and most of all, make somebody happy today. Yay. See you next week.